yeah, yeah, this your boy Rich Notch, and this is Chop It Up Hip Hop, and today we got Streams in the building, aka Pretty Black, gonna sit in for this epic episode, you know what I mean? We're gonna break down one of the most entertaining artists of all time in hip hop, ODB, aka Old Dirty Bastard, y'all already know, you know what I mean? R.I.P. ODB, first of all. I got burnt by gonorrhea before, and I got burnt two times. Pagatoria. You know what I mean? We're going to basically retro review, breakdown, return to the 36 Chambers, the dirty version, and basically talk about Old Dirty and what he contributed to hip-hop when he was alive. You know what I mean? But um, let's get into the album first. Let's just break down some of the album. You know what I mean? What do you recall about that album when it first came out? Like, what was your, like, memory? My first memory is like, all right, this ODB's his first album. The hell is this dude gonna say? And I gotta say, like the first time I heard it, like the first six joints, I was, six or seven joints, I was just like, yo, <laughs> different. It's different, but it was dope. Dope. It Crazy was dope. dope. Yeah. It was 59, but 59 minutes and four seconds of straight raw hip hop. His way. His way. Nobody his else's way. way. And I always say, and I know I heard him say it because he said, "Old Dirty Bastard is no father to his style," mm -hmm. which is. True. But like Rugal, I think it was Rugal that brought up the point. He said the only person that you could actually say that maybe he got a little bit from, from back in the days is Bismarcky. Which I never thought about. Then when you kinda think about it, <laughs> alright, he do got a little bit of Bismarck with him, but not like Bismarck to a whole nother level of rawness. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? He's more raunchy with his rawness. Yeah, Remy, Remy more. So I can see yeah, that a little bit, Bismarck. but overall yeah. it was nobody like old dirty. Yeah. And since Still. he left, it hasn't been nobody Still. like old dirty. Still. Besides yeah. the sun. Besides right. the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about the sun. Splitting image of him all. But yeah, it was uh it came out, what in 95, I believe, mm -hmm. on Electra. I don't even think Electra exists anymore. Electra Records. But the big singles from the album was Brooklyn Zoo, Shimmy Shimmy. I remember the first time I heard Brooklyn Zoo, uh I think Fletch was playing it. Mm -hmm. He dropped a million bombs, mm -hmm. kept bringing it back. I'm like, oh, this is crazy. Mm -hmm. Brooklyn Zoo. It's that piano, day, man, when that song comes on. That piano. Doom, doom, yo, the video. Yo. That's why I say he's the most entertaining. Even his videos was entertaining. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? The whole album was an entertaining album. Like, it wasn't one of them albums you listen to for lyrics. Like, <laughs> lyrics or metaphor. That wasn't, that wasn't old. That lyrics. wasn't him, but it's he was yeah. still, he still had some shit to say. That's why I say, I say that to say this. It's, no, it's not always about lyrics. You could make a dope album, classic hip hop album, and it ain't gotta be lyrical. Mm -hmm. I know a few albums that wasn't lyrical, but it still was dope. Mm -hmm. And the other reason why it was dope, because Old Dirty, it was organic. It was mm -hmm. him. He wasn't trying, like his rappers nowadays that you could tell they're trying to be different. They're trying to be weird. They're trying to be unique. It's like, it shows through the music. That's not true. They're trying to they're be trying crazy. To copy. I don't think they're trying to be unique. They're trying to copy it as best they can, but I wouldn't say they're trying to be unique. Well, they're trying <laughs> to be different. And like Old Dirty wasn't trying. That was him. Yeah. From interviews from the 36 Chambers, his verses on Protect Your Neck and everything, that, that was him. When he rhymed and he switched up with the, like, the ghetto opera, he started singing and mm -hmm. shit, you know what I mean? That was old dirt mm -hmm. all the way. So, and you could tell he got a lot of his influences from all, like, the old school Motown and everything. That's why he added to singing, like, paying homage. Right. You know what I mean? To the to the greats, to the legends. But um, they, uh, Return to the 36th Chamber, it peaked at number seven on the Billboard's uh, 200 and number two on the top R&B and hip-hop albums chart. The album sold over 81,000 copies in its first week. 
It was certified gold in June, June 21st, 95, and then later on it went platinum. Mm. You know what I mean? I ain't big on numbers, but for an album like that, <laughs> with all that rawness, no radio friendly, no, if you want to call Shimmy Shimmy radio friendly, that's not even radio friendly, because you listen to the real version. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It was a, but no club songs, no songs for females. But he, he really docked it up Brooklyn Zoo for the radio. Yeah, Brooklyn Zoo. I, I, I mean, he, he, I he like oh my version. God. I love the That was just like, they just, that was a whole new song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy because the album was nominated for a Grammy at 1996 Grammys uh, for the best for best rap album. Mm -hmm. It was nominated. That's crazy. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, so let's, 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 let's get into it. Uh, let's break down the, right, the intro. The, the started off on 36 Chambers, the intro. Alone, the intro gets you started for what the album's gonna be. When it sounds like he's on stage, you hear the crowd clapping. <laughs> he's talking about uh, he was getting uh, getting burnt and everything. He's talking about killing a chick for burning him. Um, uh, he starts singing off key about the first time he got his dick sucked yeah. and his balls tremble. Like it started off, it started off entertaining. You know what I mean? From 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 the start, it was getting you ready. And then the second song, the second song track on it uh, right after was Shimmy Shimmy. shimmy, shimmy. Shimmy Shimmy comes on, so right there, that's genius right there, how it went right into Shimmy Shimmy. He gave you his 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 full character up front. Yeah. Let you know, yo, this is this ain't gonna be what you used to hearing. Yeah. First off. Yeah. Cause already I got you like, what the fuck did he just say? Yeah. <laughs> and Shimmy Shimmy, like we were talking earlier, that type of beat, can you even hear anybody else on it? Like that type of beat, I can't even hear another rapper on it. Like, that was like teller made for him. Shout out to RZA or yeah. True Master, whoever, whoever. Um, yeah, whoever produced that, the few producers on um, this album. Then the next track, uh, Baby Come On, that was a cool track right there. Uh, it's like it was like a extended version of Shimmy Shimmy, Shimmy Shimmy that came Because it right kind of went right into it. Yeah, it kind of yeah. went right into it. That's another thing, genius, about the album that a lot of cats don't do now, uh, song placement on the album. That's very important. People don't know how important that is. Because if you got a song on, it's like a deep, dark song, all of a sudden, a happy-go-lucky song and that song like what the hell like you just throw people off song placement is very important it's all about it's all about the vibe you want to set yes you know what i'm saying and then the energy the vibe and then if you got one of those happy-go-lucky songs the right placement of it like is important yeah. you know what i'm saying you can't follow it up after like i just killed your whole fucking family oh by the way let's go you know what i'm saying yeah, make a love song. Make a love song. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. That not make sense. Yeah, y'all youngest out there, understand that. <laughs> oh, y'all young and up and coming artists, very important. Uh, next song, another standout track, classic track, of course, Brooklyn Zoo, we spoke about. Mm -hmm. That comes on right after Shimmy Shimmy. Like you said, right back to back. Back to back. Right back to back. Back to back. After Brooklyn Zoo, Hipper to the Hopper. Hipper to the Hopper. Another dope. hot joint. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dope. Like another joint that the, the beat is telling me for Old Dirty. Mm -hmm. I can't hear another artist on that. You know what I mean? Uh, after that, one of my favorite tracks on the album, Raw High, featuring Raekwon and Meth. Meth killed it. Yo. Meth had one of the... I always said when Meth rhymed with dudes, that's when he's at his best. Like, y'all could agree, right? We, we got we got Radiant behind the camera. We got his brother. Like, when he rhymed with dudes, that's when he's at his... It yeah, it, it brings the best out of Meth. And he went in on that. Um, Old they Dirty old definitely showcases his unorthodox style. <laughs> Abstract where you're rhyming or whatever. It yeah. was dope. Yeah. Everything was dope. Every everything that you know. And like we were talking earlier, even when he's off beat, it makes sense for him. For him. 
It's not off beat. It's his. He painting outside beat. the lines. As I said, this but shit is art. This shit is art to, for you. Like your Picasso ain't my Picasso, but yeah. because you can only make that, that shit will sell for a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? Because somebody else would have <laughs> said that same rhyme the same way, it wouldn't work. We would have been like, what the hell? You all off beat, but it worked for old dirty. Um. Yeah, Meth said something about uh, a wise man took one horse and made glue. Wicked woman putting period blood in stew. Don't that make the stew witches brew? I fear for the 85 that don't have a clue. How can he know what the fuck he never knew? God's sight the divine. Come and show him, come and Yo, Meth killed it. Yo, Meth killed it. Bars. Next song. Oh, yeah, Ray did his thing on it too. But you see, Meth and Ray, they stayed in pocket. They stayed in pocket. And Old Dirty just did what he do. But, uh, yo, this was a long ass album. Like, there's a lot of they don't make albums like this. They don't make albums, period. Now, it's like not to get off track. Nowadays, EPs are the new that's the trend. They don't make albums like they scared. It's like seven songs in that. Before it used to be like, all right, you can make an EP here and there. Now, everybody's doing seven songs, seven songs, and that's an album. And they, they calling it an, it an album. album. I slightly blame Kanye for that. bullshit. He did that whole good music layout, everybody's seven songs. Like, come on. But yeah, and nowadays if it ain't seven songs, then they ODing with like 17, 18. Some of these rappers don't got that in them. Y'all niggas really don't have 16 or 17 <laughs> y'all. Y'all barely got five, but you know what I mean? That but, used to be the standard, except for Nas. He came with 10 and said, everybody shut up. And everybody did. Actually, nah. <laughs> you want to be specific. Right, nah, right. actual songs. But all right. So the next song, another standout track for me, Don't You Know, when he got on his storytelling style, the only only way old Dirty could do it, storytelling. Mm-hmm. And he talked about, it's classic. He talked about being in school, the teacher. Don't try to use no hypnotic spell. Be my assistant. Like, only Old Dirty could do a storytelling song like that. And you got to hear that more than once, because Old Dirty will take you on trips like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'll take you plenty of trips. Uh, next song after that, The Stomp. I like this. Sound like some basement freestyle mm-hmm. type shit. Yeah. Sound like some real basement. After that, number 10, Going Down. Sounds like a drunk freestyle. After that, a standout track for me might not be for a lot of people. Drunk, drunk game. Sweet sugar pie when he's singing. Sweet sugar pie. Sweet sugar pie. I don't Yo, like I it. love that track. I, like I love it. What? I listened to. I was like, wait, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm on some other shit. I love that joint. Listen Silly again. Day. I'm like, first of all, you know what I like it too. Besides the fact, I like, it. I like the melody and everything. Right? It's like an <laughs> ill interlude. They put, yeah, it as a song. they put it as a song. If it was an interlude, I could look at it differently. He put it as a song. Think about it, he's paying homage. That's why I said from the beginning, he oh, he grew up that Motown era. He can't sing. You pay homage, but in, a, you pay homage in, in interludes. That's what interludes is for. Thank you, Father. Everybody did that a thousand times. It's an interlude. But it's dope. It's still dope how he did it his way. That's just my, oh, my, then a little, little piano. First. Yo. That joint. <laughs> thank you, thank you. You can relate. I, yo, since maybe, I was a maybe, kid. Maybe if I tried that, I might have a different. <laughs> look, there were songs I didn't like until I was in the club and the girl was dancing with me and the song dropped and she went crazy. Became my favorite song. So, yeah. Side to it. I, I Even it. when he did, he did it on his second album, again paying homage with the, uh, the Nigga Please album. That was his second album when uh, the song Good Morning featuring Little Mo. He had her singing, good morning. He doing the, the, the harmonies in the back. Only Old Dirty could do that. And then Biggie took a piece of that. Because when Biggie did Life After Death, um, play a hater. That's basically something Old Dirty would have done. Yeah. He made it a song. That was a song. He was singing on it. He ain't rap. No, but that was actually a remake of an actual song. 
So he just changed it to play a hater. I mean, Sweet Sugar Pie wasn't a, a remake. I don't know. I think that was an actual song back in the days he redid. That's what he did with the Good Morning joint. That was an actual song. Yeah. And I love yeah, when we, Big we did. know where it comes from. It ain't like he did this. We know where it comes from. It ain't like he did this shit sober. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me fooling. <laughs> Listen, I, I love that joint, but uh, all right. Uh, next joint was uh, another standout track, Snakes, featuring uh, Killer Priest, RZA. I think RZA had the best verse on that. Master Killer, Buddha Monk. I just love that snake feel. Like I said, it had that grimy basement feel to it. A lot of songs. A lot of, songs, a lot of songs had that feel. Like it wasn't even mastered. It was just ugh. I got that in my notes right here. <laughs> like, like, you heard the same thing I heard, which, which I love. It's like yeah, it, it was wasn't raw. Clean. Like this basement, whole exactly. Like just sometimes certain songs and certain artists they call for that dirtiness, that basement. Like everything don't have to be squeaky clean. Certain rappers, everything got to be squeaky clean, perfect. Every nature, which is cool for them. But I like I like that feel sometimes. That grimy feel. It takes you there to the basement. Um, after Snakes, the next one, Brooklyn Zoo 2. I didn't like that at all. I, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't like that song at all, Brooklyn Zoo 2. It, it had all his people on it. Um, I must not like it either because I really remember it. Yeah, that and Protect Your Neck. Uh, Protect Your Neck 2 with all his Brooklyn Zoo people on it. I couldn't get with that. But after that, <laughs> Cutting Heads. Another hard joint with RZA. Another definitely wasn't mastered. I don't even think it was mixed down at all. I think they just recorded it straight to the album. I just wanted to see if they were going to do that for the whole album. They didn't do it for the whole album. They didn't do it for the whole album. Songs, they did songs, it. So it let me know they was really doing that on purpose for that feel, for that type of type of feeling when that when that song dropped. Shout out to RZA. RZA's a genius Exactly where you want to be with that. RZA's a genius. Been in the projects. Y'all know exactly where to go. It was like, if you ever played football or, or whatever, and you pass like... Grass, you smell the grass, it brings you right back to where you were, like popping or whatever. So, like, when you hear shit like this, if you grew up in the hood or you was in the projects, whatever, that's what bring you back to it. Some of those times was some good times, even though they was hard times, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, definitely takes you there. Takes you there. I like that shit. Now, our next joint, Dirty Dancing, featuring Method Man, another basement feel song. Like, a lot of songs towards the end had that basement feel. Harlem World and Drums was crazy on there. Mm-hmm. I remember. Like, Great album. That was the last track. I definitely, 95, I called it a classic. 2019, I'm still calling it a classic. There's no denying and I was I was debating that on the way in. Like, can we call it a classic? And it's fucking close, if not yes. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Like Because that was his own lane. Nobody was doing it. Mm-hmm. He killed it. Mm-hmm. He featured on a million people's shit, singing, mm-hmm. <laughs> making hits, platinum hits with Mariah. You know what I'm saying? Was SWV when they was popping. Yeah, get it to all that. Cause I got the um, good, good leeway. Piggyback off that. Your favorite old dirty features, like outside of Wu Tang, outside of the camp, outside of with, with other artists. I got my seven. I'm gonna say off the top real quick was uh. Fantasy remix with Mariah, mm-hmm. Mariah album '95, like old dirty on that. <laughs> you wouldn't even expect on that. You know what I mean? It's, it's good, in the know. video, classic. Just bring back such good memories. Yeah. Um, I got another one that a lot of people might not actually know about. 
and they had a video for it, but I'm such a hip hop head. Show and Prove uh, with Big Daddy Kane, Scoop Lover, Source Money, Shaheem. You remember? You're right. You remember that? Uh, Shaheem, Big Daddy Kane, Scoop Lover, uh, Old Dirty Jay Z. They had a video, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was '93. They had a video for that, like. That's, that's crazy. That, that whole combination right there, that lineup is crazy. Uh, 96, I love the remix to Wuha, and they did a video for it. That's what I miss too. People used to do real remixes mm -hmm. and real videos to it. Like, that. that's lost. But, but him and Busta together, they got the straight jackets on in the video. Classic. 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 Uh, 97, Ghetto Superstar with Prize and Maya Damn. from the Bullworth soundtrack. Not to stop Classic. you, but just to go back, that last thing you said with Busta and, and the Wuha remix. Can you imagine if them two really did a whole album? Like how Red and Meth doing albums and movies. Buster, and, Buster and ODB. Album, that shit would have be been so retardedly crazy. That, that, that would be dope. Who gonna get the craziest and still say the illish? Like, and I think Buster just like, the lyrics, yeah. like how I think Red and Meth made each other better. Mm -hmm. I think Buster definitely would have brought up not that old dirty wasn't nice he was nice still but i think pull it out of him a little bit more because yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's that new york shit in you you can't help that and yeah 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 nah, that would that that, that would have been damn man and that's the only song they recorded together, that's, right? yeah the remix, Wuha, i don't think Buster that's, that's why i was so excited when i saw that because i saw the whole thing like oh shit i see the album this shit gonna be crazy i like how whoever produced that uh they sampled from Wuha the original but they just kept that din, 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 mm -hmm. like through the whole thing dope all right um so yeah i said ghetto superstar that was actually nominated for a grammy i love how he fit with prize and maya just the the hook they worked like that before the SWV joint? What SWV joint? You talking about old dirty? You talking about with meth in them? Yeah. Now they got a, uh, oh, that was all of them on it. Yeah. I'm talking about joints that way. It was just him. Just, just him? Numbers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, the he was dope. I mean, meth had a verse on it, but Kaboom, that. Kaboom, look who stepped in the room. That's yeah, but it was, yeah. oh, old yeah. dirty fast. He started, like he, class. come on, man. Gotta, gotta, gotta. Yeah, definitely. I put that down. Um. I don't know if y'all ever heard uh, the joint he had with Slum Village, Dirty. Check it out for those who don't know. I think I did, but I don't remember. And right then now. it was a joint he had. All my Cameron heads remember this. The joint uh, on the SDE album. Cam's best album by far. Uh, it's called Violence. Old Dirty was just wilding on it. You remember that, right? Violence. Yo, Old Dirty was wilding on there. Cam was wilding on there. If y'all don't know, check it out. It's on Cam's second album, his best album, uh, Sports, Drugs, and Entertainment. But yeah, that's the seven joints like ODB, uh, the features that I really was feeling in, like that's not affiliated with Wu, like outside of the Wu camp, you know what I mean? And shout out real quick, I want to bring out the producers from the 36 Chambers because they geniuses. It was primarily produced by RZA, but also it had production by Old Dirty Two. He did some of the production. True Master and Fourth Disciple. You know what I mean? And they they laced them. They laced them. All them beats was perfectly made for Old Dirty. You know what I mean? And he, that was the second solo album to come out the weekend. Mm -hmm. It was Meth first to Cal, and then Old DB. You know what I mean? Return to the 36. So. It was just dope, man. And then he had the ill AKAs. Like they said, Wu was like really the first to start that. Everybody bit off them. People bit a lot of stuff off Wu. Like they they, they started a lot of a lot of shit in hip hop. But he was also known as besides ODB, Unique, uh, Unique A Song, Dirt McGirt. 
Dirt Dog, Osiris, Big Baby Jesus, and of course, just Dirty. You know what I mean? Yeah, crazy AKAs. Oh, I had it right here too. I skipped it. Hip hop, hip hop drunkies, the alcoholics, liquidation album. When I, you, you remember that? Yo, Ray, yo, Ray, Ray like, yo, yo, me and this dude. Yeah, '97. It was right after all that, all that drama. Good thing, yeah. I had it in my notes, but I definitely overlooked it. Hip hop drunkies. That joint was dope. With the um, Wild Wild West beat, yo, the alcoholics, yo, check it out. All those who don't know about it, check it out. You won't be disappointed. Um, yeah, like Old Dirty was just, uh, like I said, a unique artist in his own way. And um, wish we could have had him longer, but you know, things happen. His effect is still in effect, like right now. Yeah. Which is crazy. I show you how strong that Wu Tang. Wu-Tang Clan is strong. Yeah. He was born uh, <laughs> November 15, 1968. Passed away November 13, 2004. Damn, was that long ago? 2004, age 35. Two days before his birthday. Crazy. Crazy. I think yes, I sir. saw him either it was a week or a month before that. He was at, um, I was at the Black Expo. Mm-hmm. I was actually at Booth with my, one of my homeboys. He was, his business going so I was helping him out you know mad people coming back and forth or whatever and you see this dude walking with like two other bigger dudes like guards or whatever I'm looking in the middle this dude is huge like not diesel huge but just fat huge like he was huge and I'm looking and I'm like damn he dude can barely walk you all dirty I look in his That's face and I'm and his face really didn't even though he got fat in the face you could still see that was old dirty and I was like Yo, what up, Dirty? So, son, kept it moving or whatever, and then I hear, I don't know if it was a week or a month, I know it was like real soon, right after I just saw him, they said he passed. That's and I was crazy. like, damn, yo, he was huge. Stephanie Mills was there too. Cause you know, usually when they, when they start like doing rehabilitation, where he got out, whatever, he got big. When he got out, he, he, he blew yeah, up. Buddy, he blew you know what up. Man? And then he got down with Rockefeller, which I'm not gonna really get into that because I could go in on that. That didn't make no sense. That whole Rockefeller, Dame Dash, Old Dirty, that shit ain't make no sense. The music ain't sound good. It just wasn't a fit. Like, you don't, Old Dirty with Rockefeller did not fit. With Dame Dash beats, it just didn't work. This, the music I heard, like, come on. It didn't work. Like I said, well, RZA. the pitch was, huh? you know, come Rockefeller's like Brooklyn for him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Rockefeller's popping and they cut that yeah. check. They said in the documentary, they was cutting that big check, which he need. That's all it was. It was all about money. It didn't work. It didn't, it wasn't cohesive, none of that. It just was a check. That's all it was. But from my understanding, they were just gonna work that check out. I'm sorry. Oh, from my understanding, they're just gonna work that check out, fill out a little weed, and go back to, to, to what it's supposed to be, yeah. From my and like even the nigga please album, it wasn't as good as the first album, but it still had joints on there. Like, you know what I mean? Like uh, Pharrell, RZA, it was a couple of people like the recognized track featuring Chris Rock. That, that was my joint. It, it was cool. Got Your Money featuring Khalees. It was cool. It wasn't no 36. Yeah, he only had one, like one RZA track one there. That joint was a dope track. You know, he really was in the 
The nigga please track was RZA, yeah. It would have been different, but they was going through whatever they was going through. Um, and remember the story uh, where he helped the girl that got hit by the car, him and another dude lift up the car and everything? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he yeah, said yeah, he went yeah, to the yeah. hospital um, under a different name and everything because he ain't want no, nobody, nobody, no fame behind that. Like, you got to respect that. Mm -hmm. Like, he went to check up on her afterwards and everything until the media caught a hold of him and he stopped coming to the hospital after that. But they say he was a real generous dude. Like, I know people that met him in the hood. He gave money to the young dudes, whatever. He was a good dude. Wu-Tang is for the children. For the children. You already said, you, you know, say. Puffy is good and everything, but, and they should have won that year. I'm sorry. No Way Out album was dope, but Wu-Tang was killing it without, without doing what was popular then. The whole shiny suits, the 80s uh, tracks and stuff like that. They was killing it. Yeah. They not ready. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they reaping right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They reaping right now for it. Know what I mean, and um, yeah. Before we wrap up this old dirty, is another thing. This right here is one of the dopest album covers. You you zoom in. You get this. This is one of the dopest album covers ever. That's another thing that's lost in hip hop. Dudes don't make classic album covers no more. Dudes' album covers be trash. Besides the music and their videos, be trash. Like old dirty videos used to be something to watch. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like this album cover right here, they said this was his idea. All his idea. Not the label. Not nobody else. They said he came with this. This is how he wanted his album cover to be. You know what I mean? Shout out to Supreme for doing it, or even making this hat, you know what I mean? But I had to cop. But the album cover is classic. The album's classic. The, the youth of today, I don't know if they would get it. Some of the youth, especially if they wasn't raised by hip-hop uncles or fathers or mothers, they might not understand the magnitude of Return to the 36 Chambers, but... Oh, yeah, it's no more food yeah, Food stands don't even... Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so they'll be like, what the hell is that? <laughs> I don't get it. You know what I mean? They can afford video games to stay inside, too. Yeah, they want to play they video go games. outside and play no video games. That character, he created his character, and the character did everything else. So he just played the part of it. That's all. As I always say, we love lyricists, we love bars. We grew up in that era, 90s and everything, bars. But it's definitely, if you're an artist, artist, like an entertainer, you can make an album, you can put forth a quality product, and it ain't always got to be about bars per se. Because, <clears throat> like I said, he did it, and it's a classic until this day. Mm. Nori did it with the NORE album, classic. And that, that anniversary was just a little he while He definitely ago. ain't a lyricist. Yeah, but it's classic <laughs> album. He made what he did, what he brought to the table, even on the war amazing. Report. It was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. So um, <laughs> it's ways to do it. Like I said, like I be seeing some of these new artists out. I'm like, all right, you know you're not that good, but it's like you're not even trying. And then it's like you're not even getting the right production. Like I said, it is what it is. It's a different era. You know what I mean? But shout out to Old Dirty. Shout out to his son. Shout out to the whole Wu. Um, yeah, like chopping the pimp out. That's what we like to do. We like to uh, put a light on 
whether artists that are still here, artists that's not here, albums and everything that nobody talks about. Like nobody ever really talks about Return to the 36. Nobody ever talks about the impact Old Dirty had. We always talk about the same artists, which I understand the Biggies, the Pot, the Nod, the Illmatics, the Chronics, the Doggy Styles, I get it. There's a lot of other stuff in the 90s and in the early 2000s that was classic, but it was so much overwhelming of classic albums that it slipped through the cracks. So at Chop It Up, we like to shine light on everything, even the new stuff today. That's a good point. That's a definitely a good point. It's big business. And another thing I noticed back in the days, like much as we all liked, like people like Old Dirty, Nori and everything, they was big, they was popular in hip hop, they was dropping classic music and shit. We still didn't put them in the category as the nicest MCs. Now, dudes that's not that nice, they putting them just because they're popular. Oh, they the nicest. That infuriates me. That irritates, you don't know, that irritates all types of shit out of me. Like, that pisses me off because we knew even when Bismarcky was popping, they never put Bismarcky in the same um, category as Rakim, Kane, G-Rap. We knew what, whatever. We respected Bismarcky what he did, but we knew what it was. Dougie Fresh was popping. We ain't put Dougie Fresh in the same category as Rakim. Like when it came to like bars. Now, just because you're popular, fuck skills. They putting you every media thing, the hottest rapper out, the nicest rapper out, the greatest rapper out. No, no. Just because they streaming, they numbers, that don't equal skills. Cause you popular, but I could go on for day. We ain't get into that. I start venting and everything, know what I mean? But shout out to ODB. Good looking for coming up. Shop it up, hip hop. We got a lot of new stuff coming. Uh, we're gonna try to drop a video at the end of every month uh, at the Chop Shop here. You know what I mean? 
We got uh, Master Radiant behind the camera, you know what I mean? Doing what he do. And we're gonna try to hit y'all with a video, uh, like one video a month, you know what I mean? Whether we have guests come up. We do got some guests coming up, but I'm gonna save that, keep that in the stash. And uh, shout out to Brock, you know what I mean? Brock is still here, don't get it confused. Brock is still part of the whole thing we doing. But we're gonna have uh, reoccurring guests like Streams, you know what I mean? Rams, uh, strong arm entertainment and everything. And yeah, yeah, he a hip, yo. Yo, this dude, it's not a lot of dudes that, <laughs> I, I could hit him with some, yo, off camera, me and the dude, we having conversation, I'm like, yo, he know this? Not even hip-hop, hip-hop has know this song or know this artist, he remember, that's crazy. He, he impressed me today, just now. Nah, this dude, we always had these conversations, like, besides you, Brock, my man Styles, it's like, that know it, know it like that, like, y'all hip-hop has radio streams, but... You, we don't, you we, not we, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, yeah, y'all are, but not like how like, he take like, like Y'all like comic book hip hop heads. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you we on a whole nother. <laughs> we on a whole nother level. <laughs> Word, but uh, yeah, man, and uh, yeah, like I said, once a month we gotta drop that. Uh, every Tuesday night at nine, uh, we going live on IG. That's just to so the people could get involved and in whatever happened current in hip hop right there. You could discuss it with me. Um, streams, he's gonna be there most of the time, probably all the time. And we're gonna do every Tuesday night at nine, IG Live. Once a month, we're gonna drop a video. Me and Brock gonna still hit y'all with the audio here and there, you know what I mean? And um, a big episode we're gonna have coming up, we're gonna have a round table discussion for this is, uh, uh, what is it we're gonna call it? Probably uh, Catalog Kings. That's gonna be the name of the episode. Mm. And I want Streams here, Ram's gonna be here. I'm gonna try to get Jiggy June here. Brock, you gonna be here for this one. I don't care, yeah, I don't wanna hear nothing. Why you always say his name like that? Yeah, Brock. Brock. Yeah, Brock. You, you know say it just Brock like Landis the dude from, uh, like from uh, WWE. Yeah, 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 Brock. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna do that episode, uh, Catalog Kings. We did the three-peat episode. Y'all can check that out. It's on YouTube, Spotify, and everything. We talk about the albums, three-peats, four-peats, and that's like the prelude to the uh, whole uh, Catalog Kings. Artists with the illest catalog, top five. I want your top five, I want your top five, your top five. We're gonna break it down. Who's the catalog king? We already know Nas and Jay is like the top, everybody already saying, but there's other ones when out this there. When this one happening again? Huh? When this one, when this happening? It's coming soon, it's coming soon. Okay. We're we working on that one. We gotta get everybody together on the same page and everything. Okay. We're coming to do that round table discussion. But um, yeah, that's, that's it. Anything else you wanna say about old dirty Wu Tang? Wu Tang forever, man. Wu Tang forever. Wu Tang forever. Wu Tang is the only group. Greatest that group lost ever. lost a member and replaced them with the same member. Say it again. Just because they didn't hear you. Say it again. Wu-Tang is the only group, famous group, that lost a member and replaced them with the same member. Young dirty bastard. Real talk. Real talk. And still they, the shit. And they Can't make it, that up. And they keeping it going. Nine keeping members going. still together. That's still crazy. Going. You got groups of three members that can't stay together. Run DMC I mean? like, can't do it. <laughs> well, look, imagine Run DMC on tour right now. Like, they're like the Beatles, man. Yeah, but Wu Tang is the greatest. Greatest group, hands down. I can't nobody even debate me with you. Like, I love Tribe Called Quest. To me, that's second, second run up. Uh, I love Mob Deep. Everybody know I'm a Mob Deep. Hey, you can't I, tell me nothing about the Mob, but Wu Tang, if you want to all around, I'm talking music, impact, worldwide until now. I don't even like talking about numbers and sales, but if you want to talk that, ain't nobody messing with these dudes. Ain't nobody messing with these dudes. I don't like, know, man. And then Q, they underground Q, Q stuff is classic that never made it to the Q mainstream. Q-Tip's pretty you know. big, homie. Huh? Q-Tip's pretty big, homie. Nah, Tribe is huge, but Tribe. Q-Tip. Q-Tip. 
Not as big as whoa. <laughs> yeah, nah. Hey, yeah, nah. come on. Think, hey, hey. I love. I, Cut it out. They not. They not as big as Wu. Q-tip will tell you that they not as big as Wu. Wu is the, the biggest. Tribe is big. They international. I mean, we talking about we, 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 we went from favorites to big. We talking. No, I'm about, talking about impact and everything. Uh, Every I'm talking about music and impact. The whole spectrum. Music and the whole spectrum. Nobody could touch Wu. Yeah, they did something different. They they marketed a whole. Japanese type of kung fu at the same time connecting it with hip hop and it didn't just hit with black kids it hit with the little kids like Oriental, what is this about right? London and they love rap anyway so imagine Ooh. that that W that symbol and the, and, the, and the samples they had in the music like especially in Japan you know how big hip hop is in Japan a lot of that shit was kung fu like in Japan like them niggas was probably going crazy like I said Wu is so dope because a lot of people never heard, I know you did, the underground stuff that didn't make the cut, that I used to have a sh like shoebox full of mixtapes, I had it all. And songs that didn't make the cut from the Wu, that was fire, fire. Yo, forget about it. That's why they the greatest, like. You won't make it out of there. You won't. You're not making it out of there. Like. Yo, who goes to a concert to, to make fun of the dude they came to see? <laughs> Moron, idiot, certified idiot. But all right, so probably his initiation into something. Go yeah. in there and get your ass fucked up. <laughs> Say something stupid. <laughs> see if you come back. Make it in. So until next time, you know. Everybody check out uh, YouTube, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, uh, Stitcher app, Arts and Rhymes app. Check out that. Probably, miss, probably missing something, but you can find Chop It Up Hip Hop everywhere. We going harder this year. The third year, this is third year in. We about to go retarded, stupid. Like Y'all going to see. I'm everywhere. We about to take it to the streets everywhere. Video, the content, the quality. We about to step it up a notch on y'all, but... Uh, until next time, like we always say, stay fit and keep it hip-hop. Chop, chop, salute.